Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. Today on Fit Club, we talk getting your kids to eat their veggies, healthy fats, and we're joined by Brett Hobel, creator of the 20-Minute Body and NBC's Biggest Loser 11 trainer. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, Fit Club. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. This song has been replaying in my head from this weekend. I hope you guys enjoy your fourth. Um, welcome to Fit Club. I'm your host, Fallon Mercedes. You guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com or at fitwithfallon on social media. Alongside my lovely co-host, Mr. Shaka Strong. Where can they find you? Yep, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shaka Strong. And today we will be having a special guest. He's going to join us a little later. His name is Brett Hobel. I know him from, and you might know him from too, um, NBC, The Biggest Loser, season 11. He was known for his capoeira, capoeira. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to chat with him. Um, he's also the creator of the 20-minute body workout. Which I'm so excited about because what better way to get fit than in 20 minutes, but it's pretty intense. So. And you know, I, I even taught a class, which so happens to be Jillian Michaels' body strike class, which is only 25 minutes. I'm yeah. certified in that class. And I'll tell you, it is the best class, and that's why I got that certified high in High intensity. It. Yeah. So high intensity. You are dripping. You burned 800, and, 900 calories. And the best part about it is he does 20-minute meals, too. And Ooh, so that would be a nice little bit. That's what I need to pick his yeah. brain about, because when I meal prep, it takes like three hours. Yeah. I'm like over it. The so hard stuff. I will be learning stuff as well as you. Um, we do have some topics, as we usually do. Shaka did a great job <laughs> digging in and finding, you know, great things for us to chat about. So one of the things um, he researched was something that school lunches are incorporating, which I think is really cool because when I was growing up, I just remember having school lunch and reaching for the nachos and the pizza. Yeah. And corn dogs. Corn, corn dogs. Dog. All yeah. the unhealthy stuff or begging my parents, please, let's get McDonald's, you know. And, you know, this study even shows that a lot of marketing plays into it. So they have found a new trick to get kids to eat their veggies. Um, do you want to kind of explain yeah. what this trick is? Well, it, it, it's on the marketing. What, what I love, they actually did a real study. So they did over six weeks. They looked at 10 public schools. And they had one public school where um, they did marketing by banners that were near where kids select the food that showed their veggies as superheroes. Mm -hmm. So you had um, the Brian Broccoli mm -hmm. who had the, the muscular arms. And you had Colby Carrot who had the laser beam through the eyes. And they found that when they did the vinyl banners, kids actually chose veggies more. And so there was an actually a 100% increase from 12% to 24% mm -hmm. of kids that were having veggies as a result. Then they also did a study where they did a group that only looked at video segments that featured the same characters. And they found there wasn't actually a jump. But when they featured the video segments with the banners, they found there was a jump of 239%. Mm -hmm. So kids went from 10% eating veggies in the schools to 34%. So that's huge. So we, we know that marketing plays a big role. It's not like a palate or a, a taste. The, the kids just need to be marketed to better. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know growing up, I wanted a McDonald's, you know, kids meal because they had a toy in it. Oh, yeah. And or, Ronald McDonald exactly. and they had a grimace. And the, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or even in the supermarket, I would want a specific, you know, cereal 
Mario box just because of what was on the box. If there was a game on the box yeah. that I can, like, you know, draw through the maze or, you know. Yeah, there's just got to be, we think about vegetables as these awful things, so I think maybe they're marketed as awful things. Mm-hmm. But they just found that marketing really does affect kids, especially kids younger than eight are extremely susceptible. Yeah. So if you start developing good habits at that age, you know, you'll be good lifelong. And we know that especially in minority communities, childhood obesity is becoming an issue. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's becoming a big issue where it's really leading to a loss of productivity and health and, you know, life even in some cases. So I find it very interesting, or I would find it very interesting, mm-hmm. if they did this study on adults. Yeah. I would want to see how much marketing really plays into, oh, yeah. you know, what we choose to eat, even yeah. as adults. Because yeah. I know, you know, sometimes I want things that I'm not even craving. Well, have you I'm seen like, a Carl's Jr. Ad? Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, like, all of a sudden you want a big, juicy burger, and you're like, wait, I don't even eat red meat. Yeah. Like, what, what am I doing? I don't even want that. Yeah. So it would be interesting if they have that study. I'll actually, after uh, the show, I'll, I'll research, <laughs> and if I find it, we'll chat sure. about it next week um, and I know we've talked about in the past that you know fat is actually good for you yeah. especially the good fats but it can actually you know increase your your life expectancy yeah. so I found this very interesting to know that it can even add years to your life so not all fats are really created equal and what did you find in this study Shaka well well I, I like this one in particular because it was so comprehensive it was from 1980 to 2012 um, and they checked in with participants uh, every two to four years it involved 126,000 men and women so it's not like a small study where we can just say we're not sure if it works in a broader population And they really found that replacing um, 5% of calories with good fats reduces your risk of death by 27%. 27. That's almost, what is that, almost a third, right? Yeah. So that's 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 huge. huge. And, like, I think most people wonder, well, what are good fats? And so mm-hmm. they found that uh, the polyunsaturated fats really did um, the best. And so nuts, seeds, fatty mm-hmm. fish, algae, leafy greens is what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And particularly lino- linoleic acid, which is a subset. Sunflower, sunflower seeds, yeah, pumpkin seeds, exactly. stuff like that, yeah. And so that's a subset of um, polyunsaturated fats. So if you're looking for those kind of fats, that's where you want to head to. And you want to avoid trans fats at all costs because mm-hmm. those really led to a decline um, in people's health. Yeah. I found this interesting, too, that the types of fat in our diet are more important than the total amount of fat, you know, similar yeah. to what you were just saying. So I, I think that's important because, you know, sometimes I'll eat a lot of nuts and people are like, oh, you shouldn't eat so many nuts, you know, that they're high yeah. in fat. But I'm like... I would be rather be eating nuts yeah. that are healthy fats than, you know, eating or, a burger, you know, or, that's or, covered in oil. Or even with crackers and cookies, because what they found is trans fat. Because a lot of people talk about trans fats, but mm-hmm. we don't know where we can find them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of crackers and cookies and um, things like that, processed foods, tend to have them in there. Mm-hmm. So you really want to avoid that at all costs. Yeah. So eat your good fats, not your bad fats, and you can increase your life expectancy. Yeah. Another topic, which this was one of my... My favorites just because I love me some Oprah yeah. and I'm so proud of Oprah you know I feel like she is very vocal about how she's always struggled with her weight yeah. and I think joining with Weight Watchers was great for her because she is such a businesswoman, yeah. and I feel like you know 
For her, maybe she wasn't so motivated to lose the weight, but when it was a business opportunity... Yeah, and it's not just joining, it's investing. Investing, and, you know, she's all about motivating and lifting up other people, so I feel like she's taking it on to kind of be an example to others and to try to live a healthier life. And she's getting older, too, and I think it's it's probably a wake-up call for her. Like, I need to really get it together, especially if she wants to run her network, have her different shows, and do so many things. You know, now is the time to kind of get on it. And one of the things, real quickly, that um, Brett Hobel, our guest, is so big on is accountability. So I like that she didn't just partner with them. She invested. So that really gives her a greater accountability with what she's doing. Yes. And right now, Miss Oprah is down 26 pounds and she is able to lose the weight while eating her favorite food which is bread so she didn't have to give it up completely which I love she's open and honest she's still nibbling and eating some of the things she loves but of course uh, you know uh, uh, portion controlled and and you know holding herself accountable not to go crazy and eat everything she wants but and I think that's one of the important things with dieting it has to be something you can do for the rest of your life and I guess with the bread mm-hmm. she knew she could not give that up yeah. so how could she have bread and still be healthy and there was a way for her to do that yeah so she has five tips um, the five go-to diet tips yeah. for losing weight and one of them is seafood is your friend um, she says she eats it often and her new favorite fish is called Ramen? Have yeah. you heard that? No, no. But apparently it's like a fish that's very difficult to obtain. Yeah, you know? it's an Ala- when she was visiting Alaska, um, she was able to taste this fish for the first time, loved it. She said it's similar to Asian sea bass. Um, and with uh, Weight Watchers, it's a little bit different. It's not counting calories, but you're counting points. I don't know exactly, you know, all the point yeah, I don't system, know how the point system, but I, I personally, I have a lot of clients who do it, and mm. I do not worry about them when it comes to the nutrition. I know that off the top of their head, they will see a food and automatically know how many points it is. And they know if they can have it or it will take them over. So one thing Oprah learned or had an epiphany about was that 77 large shrimp are only equal to six points on the Weight Watchers scale. That's equivalent to only one three-eighths of a wild salmon. Oh, wow. So that just shows you, you know, you can eat. You don't have to starve yourself on Weight Watchers. You can still enjoy food that you love. You can have a lot of shrimp. But, you know, salmon, it's high in fat. So you have to be careful with the salmon. But it is a good fat, though. Good fat. It may not be good on this point system, but it's still some good fat (laughs) in your system. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's good. You should have. I mean, I eat salmon all the time. But the only thing it's you have to, again, you don't. You never want to kind of overindulge. Yeah. You know, you can have like the shows. You can have seventy-seven yeah. large control or three eighths of the yeah. wild salmon. Number two on Oprah's, um, you know, tricks for weight loss list: list satisfying your craving with. Hikama. Hikama or Jikama, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've never had it myself. Do you know what she's talking about? No, Jikama, some root vegetable. But apparently, if you pull it back, it's very crunchy. Mm -hmm. And it it can be a very good replacement for chips. Which, I I have a chip addiction. I don't know about you. you. Yeah, I do like chips. Oh, that's why when I brought them in that one time. Yeah. I'll jump in there. (laughs) (laughs) I try to go with the kettle cooked. cooked Yeah. I try to go with the healthiest thing I can find. But, Yeah. yeah. 
I also for chips, I like um, I just like my, like making my own kale um, chips. Oh, I nice. just put it in the oven, a little bit of olive oil, oh, so spray yeah, that's it, perfect too. Salt yeah. and pepper. It gives you that crunch. So if you can't healthy. get jacama, that's a good um, kale yeah. chip recipe. <laughs> yeah, but we'll have to we'll have to try that. If you guys have tried jacama, let us know what you think. I don't know, so I'm kind of curious. Number three on Oprah's must-have tricks for weight loss, make spaghetti squash taste more like spaghetti. And the way Oprah does this is she adds three-eighths of real noodles, which only equals two points. So I'm assuming, if I can remember correctly, majority of the clients, I think they can have like 26 points a day. So this would be equivalent to two points. And depending on the kind of noodles you have, you can have rice noodles or, you know, different types that maybe lower points, I don't know, but that are healthy for you. For me personally, I feel like um, I would just do the regular squash. I feel like a lot of her tricks, she's like adding real stuff to it at a portion size. But I I actually like this one because we have the next one, which is the mashed cauliflower, where she does, she has a big group. She has a whole head of cauliflower, then adds one mashed potato. Mm-hmm. And those two I actually did like because I know some people that just cannot stand. If they know it's cauliflower, yeah. if they, they, mentally they can't get over the hurdle. So I finally yeah. made cauliflower mac and cheese. Oh, okay. Good. Did, did you I, like it? I made it for my boyfriend who does not like veggies. Like, the only thing he will eat is kale salad. Yeah. And I didn't tell him that it was cauliflower mac and cheese. <laughs> And he couldn't believe that it wasn't real noodles in there. Yeah. He loved That's it. Awesome. So you did an excellent job. I did. That's great. <laughs> so but, you guys should try it. But if he had not if he had not taken to it, then the next time he might have added half noodles. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but he couldn't believe it. And I was surprised, too. The only thing I would say is um, you have to make sure you kind of dry out the cauliflower because it's yeah. a little, it's naturally wet. Yeah. So you have to, I would even bake it rather than um, boil it before you, you know, do the mac and cheese itself. What kind it. of cheese do you use? Not healthy cheese. <laughs> but that's, that, that is the only way I got him to eat the it. The tricks in the cheese. The tricks in the cheese. <laughs> Not healthy cheese. It was Hey, but it's healthier than otherwise. Velveeta and like, uh, what is it? Velveeta and mild cheddar cheese. But I the think. point is it's healthier than otherwise would have been. Though. Exactly. You know? So we he's tried. still eating veggies. Exactly. Still eating I got veggies. him to eat his veggies. That was the goal. Yeah, so no, same but, thing with the mashed cauliflower. Yeah. yeah. Number five on her list is drink more agua, drink more water. I guess Oprah is not a big fan of drinking her water, which I was a little disappointed. I was, I was surprised. I was too. I didn't know that people did not enjoy drinking water. I love feeling hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> I love water. Um, so one thing that she does is she adds ginger and a little bit of vanilla extract. Now, I've never added those two things to my water. <laughs> so I, I make my own ginger tea. I literally will cut up real ginger and boil it in water and drink it. Oh, and yeah, I've had ginger tea, but not, like, just, would ginger and vanilla be good in water? Well, sometimes I'll, like, the leftovers, I'll, yeah. I will drink cold. And it's good? It's tasty? It's fine, but... Yeah, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't make it more palatable to yeah. me. <laughs> but I'm, I imagine people who love ginger ale probably yeah. will gravitate to, yeah. you know, um, ginger, ginger water. Is, is there a certain type of fruit or anything that you put in your water that you enjoy that maybe we don't? Yeah. I also do grapefruit water. That's something that I did for my weight loss on the TV show. grapefruit's a natural fat burner. Exactly. Yeah. So I would um, put it in a blender, uh, half of a grapefruit, put water, blend it up. That way you have the skin, you have the... Nice. Um, 
the, the fiber yeah. inside of it and drink it, and that was like my go-to. Yeah, so. I'm a big fan of like I love strawberry water. I love mm-hmm. cucumber water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> cucumber, cucumber water, water is, is super. Hi- it feels very hydrating. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, and spas they do that all the time because it does feel very replenishing, yeah. hydrating. So that is um, her last tip: drink agua, and she puts different things in it. So that's um, Oprah's five tips for weight loss. If you guys do Weight Watchers, let me know your experience. I would like to know, did it work for you? Did you lose the weight? Did you gain it back? Do you still go to Weight Watchers after you've lost all your weight? Or do you kind of just carry on and do your own thing afterwards? I'm kind of interested. I see some clients who are very successful on it, but I wonder what happens when you stop going. I imagine it has to be a lifelong thing. I I think whenever it comes to a diet that works, it has Mm. to be something you're going to do for the rest rest of your life. life. You can't just stop it because once you do, then you're no longer doing what got you to the point you're at, you know? I am such a calorie counter, and I know some people are against it, but that's just, that's how my brain works. I see something, and I'm like, okay, that's going to put me over, or that's that's just about right, and... I I, I can't count calories, because it drives me crazy. And see, it's the same thing with the scale. I have to get on the scale every... It motivates me. Yeah. If I know, oh, I'm, I'm a count, couple ounces up, I will stay on that treadmill and run an extra mile just to and make I think, sure. And that's important to know yourself because then you know what motivates you mm-hmm. and your motivators. So, like, you would want to have a scale, like, yeah. in your home. For me, yeah. I don't want to scale in my home. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's my, my – I have clients who are the same way. They're yeah. like, you can weigh me. You can take my measurements. You can take my body fat. But I don't want to but see But yeah, because then you can just walk away from it and then just continue on the work. Because yeah. sometimes it's hard when you don't see the numbers you yeah. want to see and that can set you back. You yeah, know? see, I just find it. I'm like <laughs> driven by it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to I'm gonna show up and show out. I know Brett isn't here yet, but we're going to go on and talk about um, just, you know, some of the things that he's done. Have you tried? Yeah, well, so I met Brett in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So, Were you guys auditioning for Biggest Loser together? Yeah, no, no. Um, so he had actually done another another fitness program, mm-hmm. Rev Abs, and this was I, you know, just moved to LA, one of my first auditions, and this was one of the most grueling fitness programs I had ever been through. It was an audition that I walked out of hoping not to book. You oh, know? really? Yeah, I was just like, I, I don't want to do that workout again. It was too tough. What, <laughs> was what too workout tough. was it? Um, it was just a very intensive ab workout, oh, okay. and it just and his energy is amazing, and so of course. I book it. The, the one thing I did not <laughs> want, I was like, and so you know, we go and we rehearse, and so me and Brett and oh, so you b- both got booked for it. No, this was his program. He's oh, a trainer for it the was program. His yeah, program. it's his program. Yeah. Oh, and so, cool. Yeah, and so working with him and just kind of getting to learn and see his energy was amazing. And this guy goes full speed ahead. Really. And so now he's got twenty minute trainer, which um, or twenty minute body rather. Which I'm almost afraid to try because if if he's gonna pack in that amount of energy and get you the workout you need in 20 minutes, I know it's gonna be intense. Yeah. Um, but you know it's gonna be intense. It's gonna be effective. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just looking forward to uh, hearing a little bit more about it. So how many workout DVDs have you been in? Because <laughs> I feel it, like you've it, done quite a few. No, not too many. Maybe two or three. You've done yeah. um, Caliente Fitness. Yeah, Caliente Fitness, Rev Abs, and I did a push up one a while back as well. Nice. And Why so, are you coming out with your own? You know, I, I have. Can I be wor- in the background? Well, no, you, you can be in it. I have been working on it. Uh, six minute six pack. 
And so we oh, had, really? Oh, yeah, we cut one version of it, and so that's being edited as well. Yeah. <gasps> Look at yeah. you. Can you get me a six-pack? Yeah. Six I minutes, want a six-pack in six, six minutes. A day. <laughs> six minutes a day for six weeks. That's awesome. But it also comes with a meal plan, and I think that's important. And mm-hmm. what I love about uh, and my meal plan, you, it's not a 20-minute meal plan by any means. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about uh, the 20-minute body is that it comes with a meal plan that you can make in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think today a lot of people are so consumed or their time is just taken up. And so I think that is going to be an important aspect of that program. So what is it? Do you think we really have less time? Or I just feel like everything needs to be quick, quick, quick. Or is it we just don't have as much patience as before? No, I I think we do have less time, but it's because we're so accessible now. There was a time you went to work and then you went home and there was no way to get a tweet or something from your boss or a text or something that you had to respond to immediately. Mm -hmm. You leave a message on the answering machine, you know. So... I feel there was more downtime. Now we're more consumed with, you know, social media and being accessible with work and friends. And so people are demanding more of our time today than ever before. So we really do have less time to Yeah, work. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know what I signed up for? Um, I don't know if you've tried it before. Blue Apron. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, you know that we, we've done a live read here for that before. Yeah, and so, so yeah. I finally got it. One of my clients, um, I guess if you're on it, you can uh, refer people and give them two weeks free. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I work a lot. I don't really have a lot of time to go, you know, to the grocery store. And I love the fact that they have natural natural and organic food. So they're yes. literally going to local farmers and picking out your food and mailing it to you. And you get a few weeks free, you said? Yeah, so I get I get two weeks free. I can so, put you on. So so no, so no, but no one can say organic is too expensive. You know? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and so what I did is um, I did for two people. So um, me and my boyfriend, we have three meals a week coming in for two mm-hmm. weeks. So that's 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 twenty four meals between oh, yeah. the two of us. Yeah, you know that's free. Twenty four meals free. That's awesome. And so you haven't had it yet? Yes. So we made our first meal. Oh, okay. And it wasn't that healthy. <laughs> Wait, what was it? It was, um, it was chicken breast, but it was fried. Okay. But I fried it in, you know, olive oil, okay. which is a little okay. better. And then it was sweet potatoes. Because, again, I'm trying to get him to come over to the healthier yeah. side. Um, so we did, uh, what was it, um... Sweet potato fries, mm-hmm. and you just cut up the sweet potato yourself, bake it, and then we did kale um, slaw salad or something like that. Oh, that sounds delicious. But it was really, that really good. That pretty healthy, too. That's a pretty healthy meal. What are you talking I just, about? I mean, about the frying the chicken was a little, but other than that, yeah. it was pretty good. But they, they sent us um, how to make uh, squash enchiladas, oh, okay. and then cod, and you can see it says wild organic cod, cod and some other like vegetable and um but yeah everything and it's so cute because everything's labeled like they put one egg for one of the the meals and it says farmer's egg on it and it's 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 exciting so you'll have a couple you'll have a week under your belt next week so we'll get like a real full update about everything you'll have a full update and desserts are they good on desserts no desserts i'm a dessert friend oh Oh, are you no desserts yeah they do no desserts but you can order wine if you want and again i wanted to do this too that's dessert yeah (laughs) you girls out there if you're trying to convert your husbands boyfriends girlfriends whatever uh, partners (laughs) to 
you know, become more healthy, start trying organic food, and even teach your partner how to cook. So what I did is I was having them cook with me. I'm like, okay, you could do this. Because it's almost like a thing, you know, a box comes, let's like do something with it. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I am so winning right now. (laughs) Until he watches this show and he's like, wait a minute. (laughs) But we were both cooking healthy food, so I feel good about it. Um, So I'm excited about Blue Apron, see where it goes. And it's, it's pretty decent price. I think it's $60 for two people a week. Okay. So that's about oh. 10 bucks a meal each person. Wow, yeah, it's really cheap. <laughs> I will say this, though. If you have somebody who eats a lot, it might not be enough portion size for Okay, them. so they're big on portion control. Yes, big on portion control. But it was perfect for me. I wasn't hungry, so yeah. that's good. <laughs> All right. Um, we are still waiting on our guests, but that's okay. We will go and talk about more topics. Um, something that I saw recently that Jillian Michaels was chatting about. Did you see I tagged you on Instagram? Yeah, I saw that tag. I forgot what it was for. Oh, okay. So Jillian Michaels was just kind of um, voicing up and talking about food stamps, how she has an issue that food stamps doesn't oh, yeah. cover... It doesn't cover many platforms to buy different types of food. Yeah. So you on food stamps, government assistant for assistance for food, you can buy potatoes, you can buy white rice, you can buy all these unhealthy food candy bars, but yeah. it doesn't cover all the healthy foods or organic foods. So yeah. I found that, you know, I personally didn't know that, and I found that very alarming because I feel like if there's anybody the government should be looking out for, you know, it should be able to help the less privileged people to, you know, be able to buy food to nourish their families and keep them and, healthy. And so I think... Because it was food desert she was, like, referring to. So areas... Oh, was it? Yeah, so areas where it was really difficult to get healthy food. Oh, okay. So I, I don't think it wasn't that it covered um, organic food, but that there was no accessibility to it for people oh, in a I lot s- of different okay. regions. And that that's a big problem when yeah. your only access to food is unhealthy food and you don't have other access to it. Mm-hmm. That's almost worse because there are no options in, in um, some respects. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good thing that she's promoting. And, I mean, I don't know exactly how you get at that particular mm-hmm. problem. But whether the government could do something like Blue Apron and just mail out food rather than, I I don't know. Yeah. I love the fact that she's being so vocal and, you know, putting her stamp on it. And I I see this change when you see celebrities um, who become mothers, you know, even Michelle Obama. I feel like she's so passionate about, um, you know, feeding children healthy food. I feel like it's because she's a mom. And I, I see these celebrities who become mothers and I feel like... They realize, okay, I have a voice. I need to speak up because I'm a mom and I would want other children to have the best for their health and their life. Yeah, especially, and I know Jillian Michaels has an adopted daughter. And knowing that just that miracle of adoption may have been what got her the access to food and certain things like that, where you just know it's by chance, you know? So just because of a a chance circumstance, you may not have access to the healthy food that you need. You know know what's crazy? Um, My father grew up in the Campo, in the country, in the Dominican Republic, and, you know, he would tell me that there was no cancer back then. I mean, maybe there was. They didn't have a name for it, but it wasn't really prevalent. Like, my great-grandmother, she lived, she passed away maybe two years ago now, a year and a half ago, 106 years old. 
They put her in the newspaper because she finally oh, wow. moved over here to America. And yeah. then sometimes she would go back and forth. But they put her in the newspaper in my hometown as the oldest woman alive in my hometown. She's wow. 106 years old. And he would tell us all the time is that he they had their own farm. They had their own farm animals. because they were eating healthier, yeah. And, you know, they're not putting all the, these, you know, MSG in, in their plants yeah. or, or hormones. GMOs, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah GMO and... Yeah. I feel like that's something that we're so missing, but I've watched tons of documentaries and I feel like it's very hard for these farmers to even keep their business afloat if they don't succumb to the certain standards that, you know, the U.S. is putting on, you know, what it is to become a farmer. And Well, well I think we're in the midst of, I, I'd say, a food revolution where... Because of social media, we have so much knowledge about what's going into our food. We have people exposing things, and there's a wider dissemination of that stuff. Because, you know, right now, you want to buy local. You want to buy organic. Mm -hmm. And the mere fact that you want those things means it's out there in the universe, and people are starting to flock towards those things. So the hope is, over time, the market will start to shift that way. Mm -hmm. Whole Foods is great. And, you know, that's why Whole Foods has done so well. It's because they have kind of embodied some of those principles you know mm-hmm. and i think that you see a greater shift in people's mindset when it comes to their food yeah it's nice to see everybody just waking up and yeah. i think the alarming scare of the cancer and health risk and yeah. people dying at a young age and the only thing that would make sense is what we're putting into our bodies yeah i mean when we have yg the rapper going vegan and you know, <laughs> yeah, and a lot of you know a lot of these people that you would think oh, but what? they're paying attention to the news mm-hmm. and they're watching these things because they have that sort of status that they can take a moment and actually determine what's going to my body and how to make it better. Yeah, even me, I'm I'm a fitness manager at an all women's um, gym, and you know I manage a large team of trainers. I manage a large team of group fitness instructors. And it's so frightening to hear some of the health scares that these women have at such a young age, you know, and they are, you know, pretty much healthy. But I feel like if you spent so many years of your life eating processed food, eating certain types of meats, you know, eating tons of sugar, I feel like. You know, you can't undo everything. You can do your best moving forward to live a healthy life, but it's really scary when, you know, you have a young instructor just find out she has cancer. Yeah. I mean, food is like either a medicine or a poison. You know, Mm -hmm. it it is a drug. It does affect our bodies. It can physically change the chemicals and the makeup of our brain. It can change, obviously, the body. And so people need to remember that food is not just this, you know, thing that we eat for nourishment, but it's like taking a drug. So... Just as you'd be careful with a drug your doctor prescribed you, you need to be careful with food as well and kind of, you know, look at its effect on you. Yeah, and I know I, I firsthand know that experience just being, um, oh my you God. know, yeah, when I was show. overweight on the show, I literally went through a, a good portion of depression for the months that I was overweight and eating unhealthy mm-hmm. and the migraines and the nausea and, you know, so, this might sound weird, but sometimes it feels really good to just eat a big juicy salad or have a nice big protein shake or, you know, it just, you feel good. You don't feel heavy. Because then your brain makes different connections and new associations. Mm -hmm. So that same feeling that you got eating the donuts that that gave you that, all the lighted areas that lit up in your brain, now the salad's doing the same thing, you know? And so it's hard to start to create new associations for ourselves, but... 
that's where you have to, to, to make the difference, make a change. Yeah, you definitely do. All right, we are still waiting on him, but we're not going to give up. He's going to show, but we're going to have the best interview ever. So you guys definitely stick around. Make sure to just, you know, um, keep tuning in. We're going to keep yeah. on talking about, you know, different health and and, and food-related topics. Let's see what else we can chat about. How about this? I'm going to go onto Twitter right now and see what you guys are tweeting about. Again, if you want to ask us any questions, um, please tweet at us, either Shaka Strong or at Fit with Fallon. Um, today, I found out uh, for season two um, of Fit to Fat to Fit who some of the trainers are and the contestants, and it was really, really interesting. Can you reveal this? Can you reveal- yeah. Oh. Um, let's see. I'm just going to go on my social media. Any locals? Any local? You know, I I think one or two of them, but I personally, I haven't heard of any of them before. Um, but one of them, he's actually from Atlanta. He did Dating Naked. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Uh, but you know what? If he can be so open about his body... Well, and date naked on national television, then, you know, he probably wouldn't be afraid to pack on the pounds. Well, I, I don't know. I would think he'd be more afraid. I'm guessing he's fit. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's so, definitely fit. Yeah, so I mean, I, that to me is like, oh, I have a lot of pride in my body, so it, I think it's going to be tough for him to to then just ruin that, you know, to All some right. degree. Yeah, so his name is Willie, um, and he's from Georgia. He's on season three of Dating Naked, and I see a picture of him naked with, you know, covered up <laughs> <laughs> with his dates. Um, but, yeah, he looks pretty fit. He looks, you know, like there's going to be a big transformation for him. So I just thought it was interesting for them to pick somebody who, I don't know, I felt like... I wonder how serious people will take him if he's done that. Yeah. You know, I feel like um, it'll be interesting just to see how he turns out. Another girl is Fel- Felicia Romero. Um, she's oh, a little cutie. Do you Fel- know her? Yeah, she's a... Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I know Felicia Romero. Yeah, yeah, she's a cover model. Is she from here? LA? Yeah, yeah, she competes a lot. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, we got to get her yeah. on the show. That would be interesting. Yeah, she's a, a little cutie, and she's strong and fit, and it will be... I'm going to love watching all these trainers just get fat. And, and, and this season, the, the trainers interact with each other. Is that correct? Yep. So this season, they're doing it a little different. Um, I think some are from Arizona and some, or they're placing them in Arizona and some California. But every episode is going to interact. So there's only four trainers and there's four clients. But what's going to be different about this season is that instead of linking up with a client that they've never met before, that the casting producers pick what they're going to do is surprise a client who is actually either a friend or family member to train them that's good so now incentive right so now you're gonna see a natural dynamic and i feel like what was hard about last season it's total stranger yeah you know you don't know them from a hole in the wall you have to get to know them this is you know either my brother or my aunt or my best friend because yeah i thought the incentive last season for the trainer even just to gain the weight was probably low because you're getting it for someone you don't know exactly and then the incentive for that person to stay to stay with the trainer as they lose weight was low because they don't yeah, know exactly. you but now uh, hence my client yeah. who didn't care about me but now it's going to be like I'm going to see you I know where you live you yeah know? like we homies for yeah, life like, you ain't going to leave me you're stranded you're losing this weight yeah. exactly <laughs> 
So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I know it's going to be highly emotional. Yeah. And I love the fact that it's not, you know, eight months into one hour. It was crazy how much they cut out. Yeah. Like insane how much they cut out. So I feel like this is going to be more reflective, more reflective of the day in and day out of what they're actually going through. And it might get a little competitive. Too. Yes. Even I could even see the trainers getting competitive as they're gaining weight because they're and alongside they each other. know each other now. We yeah. weren't allowed to know. It wasn't revealed who the other trainers were oh, yeah. until we were done with the show. So, you know, they posted it and they met each other. So they did their way in together. So they definitely know who's who. So it will be very, very competitive. Well, hopefully um, we'll have some of those guys in to detail their experience here in Fit Club. Yes. We Maybe will, even before they go on. Yes, we will definitely have them on. And I'm still trying to get Drew on, um, the executive producer, the guy who actually started it all. Oh. He was trying to get on, but he's filming right now. So yeah. we'll have to find a day where... You know, he can set aside some time to come in. But I know I feel like I've I've had so many fit to fat people. <laughs> but everybody's but experience they're, yeah, is they're unique. Yeah, they're a great trainer. And then they're actually doing something that's more unique than anything else most of us know about. Yeah. You know? So, and it looks like we're going to have to take a rain check on Brett. Aww. But hopefully he'll be in here in the coming weeks and we'll, uh, we'll have him here to dish on 20-minute body. All right, so you guys next week, make sure to tune in, and hopefully Brett will be here then, and we'll chat with him. And thanks for hanging out with us and chatting and listening, and hopefully um, we'll see you next week with Brett. Thanks for joining. You guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com. And where can they find you, Shaka? Uh, My name's Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shaka Strong. All right, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.